Welcome to the Goddess of Technology podcast, a beautiful goddess, and happy Tuesday. I have the feeling that it is Monday today because I had the opportunity to have an extended weekend off. So I was off on Friday and yesterday on Monday as well. Um, every month I have an extended weekend off. Uh, and in some other months, even more weeks off. And I really appreciate how I got to establish a work-life balance in my career. And that is also thanks to my manager and my current employer as a whole that encourages work-life balance a lot. Um, it really energized me and gave me enough time and space to be creative uh, also for the goddess of technology podcast the topic for today is conflict resolution and to be honest with you it's one of the topics that i was the most looking forward to because i love conflicts I do love having conflicts. I am not the type of person to purposely initiate conflicts just for the sake of it because I think they're just so fun. But I feel that conflicts teach us a lot and make very strong impact on any situation. Uh, also, I believe that they are unavoidable Every single person is an individual and has their own individual opinions on all topics. Um, some human beings might have more similarities than some others, but at the end of the day, we cannot agree on everything 100%. So it's unavoidable that at least two human beings or more will at some point have conflict uh, or at least have different interests. And the challenge of trying to find a common denominator between these two approaches or more approaches, and also the challenge of identifying and defining the lessons learned from these conflicts, it's such a fun challenge to me. And me being in a strategically consultative role, um, interacting with customers, not only when they are happy with us and once they have been promised great products with great experience that are all functional, I am also there once I actually get to know our products, once I get to know our processes, and once I get to know it is not all perfect, but there are some challenges along the way as well. Solving these, the conflicts along the way is so much fun for me. I know that there are some other people out there who also love solving issues and that is definitely me there are some others who think i am completely out of my mind thinking like this uh, and who are more on the conflict avoidance side of things 
Hence, since everyone will be facing issues, all of us as technology professionals, no matter what company we work at, no matter how amazing the customer experience is that we deliver, no matter how a great team player we are, we will always have one um, one conflict or another with anyone we encounter and that we engage with on a regular basis, okay? So here is my step-by-step process on how I go about conflicts. Now, this is a generalized and oversimplified step-by-step process and it's something that needs to be customized to each scenario not every scenario is the same so just please feel free to take this as a general framework and to uh, tweak it so it fits your conflict situation or just maybe not consider this framework at all and just take some inspiration out of it in any way that you like so whenever i'm facing a conflict the first step that I'm going about is defining or describing the conflict objectively without suggesting any solutions yet and without making any assumptions about the root causes, about the motivational factors of each stakeholder in the conflict. Just describe it as it is, simple, quick, and dirty. For example, an example of just describing a conflict objectively would be a team member of mine feels a lack of career development and growth opportunities and is considering leaving our company. So if you're a tech manager and that is the type of conflict you are facing, then this is, uh, this is how simple you can describe it. And that is any judgment. Now, once you have done that, the next step would be to, for yourself, to brainstorm possible solutions that could help solve this conflict. So without any structure, really, uh, without overthinking it and overanalyzing it, all sorts of possible solutions that you can come up with. Be creative, be free, create a mind map and just just write down everything that comes to mind without limits. Don't be afraid that some of these solutions might not be possible because later on you can always still filter them out. It's just about you um, thinking outside of the box and coming up with as many solutions that you can. An example, so to stick to this example of you being a tech manager and a team member of yours leaving because they're not experiencing the career progression that they were hoping for. So possible solutions that you could brainstorm would be asking my team member what type of development she's exactly seeking or also asking these this team member in which situations she particularly felt that there was no support when it comes to career progression so just be free and creative here step three list down a history of events 
in an objective way as well since the start of the conflict up to present, including the details, the, the stakeholders included. Um, so try to go back from step one. So step one would be the team member telling you that um, they didn't feel supported in their career progression. Next step would be um, that team member being on sick leave more often than usual or taking more holiday leave than usual. So these can be events along this timeline um, that might be an indicator for that employee being less engaged in their activities. It's not about pointing fingers here, but truly about being transparent about all the events that could help us find a solution um, where there is added value for all parties involved. Uh, also, um, once if you have spoken with that employee quite a few times already regarding this issue then that is also something that you can add to that history of events or to the timeline of events step four clarify possible consequences this conflict might have if if it is not being solved so what's the long-term negative impact of this conflict is not solved so for example if this employee um, doesn't feel supported in their career progression, then the impact would be that they are less engaged in their activities, in their role, um, which will then have the long-term consequence that the co-workers that this employee is directly working with uh, will also be impacted because due to lack of motivation, that employee will not be able to um, execute the tasks as expected it might also lead to the customer this employee has been supporting uh, being less satisfied with the services offered by your company so um, this is for you to understand the possible impact of the conflict and also uh, what level of importance and urgency you actually um you actually assign to this conflict step five have a conversation with the key stakeholders or that one person if it's just one person ask them how they feel about the conflict and what their take is on the suggested solutions um, that you had brainstorm what needs to happen so the, they feel that the issue is resolved. So how, they, how would they define conflict resolution? Because uh, everyone can have a different, um, different definition of what conflict resolution is. For the employee who would like to have more career progress, this would be getting a promotion or maybe being able to assigned to another department if they're no longer happy in their current department. So ask them how they would personally define conflict resolution. And also, um, 
give them insight as to how you see conflict resolution and uh, also suggest different ways of how you can merge these different opinions into one. Um, six, as you might have noticed, I'm a very action-driven person, very practical. Um, I recommend designing a joint action plan um, with action items and the people who own these action items and also deadlines to make sure that all the theoretical planning you've done, all the conversations you've had with everyone involved also do have a um, an action assigned to them and that you actually put these thoughts into practice. Seven, track the progress of the action plan execution. So how can that look like? So to stick to this example, uh, you could, for instance, have a monthly or quarterly conversation with that employee uh, to track their um to track their um their career progress or the progress of any action items included uh and last but not least um once the solution has been implemented so the employee has gotten the promotion or the employee uh has been um, assigned to another department or whatever it is that the conflict was about once it is solved follow up afterwards as well with the key contacts involved just to make sure if the solution that has been implemented was a suitable one because not always are the solutions that we think would solve the conflict are actually suitable you have to try You have to do trial and error to find out, actually, and that takes time. It takes for you to actually live and breathe that solution. And in case it is not as helpful as you thought you were, it was, you can always um, reiterate and brainstorm um, new possible or alternative possible solutions that would solve the conflict. So, by the way, this can be any conflict, right? But if the conflict, for instance, is about career development and growth for an employee and the employee is not really sensing it, then the action plan that I had mentioned could be, for example, a career development plan. So, to sum up, uh, be clear first of all what the conflict is in an objective manner and just being descriptive about it without interpreting anything into it second brainstorm possible solutions three list a history of events uh, of this conflict all events that are a part of this conflict uh number four Clarify possible consequences and then the negative impact for the long term in case this conflict isn't solved. Five, have an open, honest, and at the same time, empathetic conversation with the key stakeholders that are involved in this conflict. Six, create a joint action plan 
with action items, their owners and the deadlines. Seven, track the progress of the action plan execution. This could, for instance, be happening by follow-up meetings or cadence meetings that you organize every month. And last but not least, follow-up to make sure that the solution was the good one. Now, out of interest, how do you manage conflicts in the workplace yourself? Um, Do you have any advice for the people out there on how to not get too emotionally attached to workplace conflicts so that they not take them home with them to their personal lives? Um, I'm interested to learn that about you, goddess. Um, If you would like to reach out to me, I'm inviting you to do so via the contact form in the podcast description notes. And until then, wishing you a relaxing, amazing winter evening. Talk to you soon. Mwah.